Did you know that cheetahs are also found in Asia? Once upon a time, less than a hundred years ago, cheetahs were fairly common across the plains of the Middle East and South Asia. Unfortunately, due to excessive hunting and habitat loss, the Asiatic cheetah is currently critically endangered. It is currently only found in the high altitude grasslands of the Iranian peninsula. In fact, Iran and most of the Middle East, despite its high levels of conflict over the last few decades, is home to a wide range of biodiversity due to its central location surrounded by the continents of Asia, Africa and Europe. It makes it a hotbed of biodiversity from the different regions. In 2021, India reintroduced cheetahs. However, these cheetahs were from Namibia instead of Iran. Although in the past there have been discussions between Iran and India to translocate some Asiatic cheetahs into India, but these talks did not happen due to various political reasons. For example, Iran had requested for some wild Asiatic lions to reintroduce into Iran uh, in exchange of a few Asiatic cheetahs. However, a major challenge across South Asia is that grasslands have been decimated and reintroducing cheetahs anywhere in Asia is a bit of a challenge and much more work is required for the conservation of this really endangered species. But nonetheless, some great work is being done by the Iranian Cheetah Society to conserve these critically endangered cats in Iran. Today, I talked to Mortaza, who is the CEO of the Iranian Cheetah Society. We talk about all the work they are doing in terms of monitoring and conserving the species. They also are working extensively on the conservation of the other four species of carnivores found in Iran. These are the Persian leopard, grey wolf, Eurasian lynx, and brown bears. Tune in to listen more. So welcome, Morteza. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast to talk about the Asiatic cheetah. So my first question for you is, what got you interested in cheetah conservation? Uh, hello, thank you for having me on this podcast. Uh, actually, uh, it was a funny story how I started uh, working as conservationist. It was uh, completely random because we have a big country scale uh, exam before entering the university in Iran. And uh, we have to select some field of studies before we enter the uh, university. And after exam, we we had to... Uh, write down the number of the fields and the universities that we want to uh, enter. Uh, it's an, uh, no, the, the process now is changed, but in that time we had to write it down on the paper and post it to uh, the organization of the exam. And I just wrote, uh, wrote a wrong number uh, about the, uh, my field of study and uh, completely random, I started studying environmental uh uh, studies in the university and then I had good professors that uh, invited me to 
collaborate with them in uh, researches and uh, it made me more interested in in the conservation of wildlife and then I joined uh, Iranian Cheetah Society as volunteer and it made my career so uh, not many people are aware that cheetahs are found in Asia what is the current conservation status and geographic range of the Asiatic cheetah yeah uh, there are different subspecies of uh, cheetahs around the world and uh, uh, just one subspecies Asenius jubatus fanaticus is living in Asia it used to roam in uh, uh, west of Asia from uh, Saudi Arabia to Iraq, Jordan, Syria, and uh, to the east to India. And now it's uh, about 50 years that we are sure that uh, they are just uh, roaming in Iran. They are very similar with the cousin, the African cousin. And uh, you, you may not uh, see any uh, visual difference in the morph uh, because they are very, very close to each other. They are just different subspecies. We can, uh, you know, we as experts can uh, uh, know which, which one, which picture is from Asian cheetah and which one is from African cheetahs because they are really, very really small. Uh, differences but uh, they are almost same uh, however in Iran uh, they they are adopted to more um, mountainous uh, and hilly uh, habitats uh, you may expect cheetahs in uh, in uh, Africa in big and vast areas of savannas and deserts but in Iran most of the most of our cheetahs are very are living very close to the hilly and uh, just just uh, mountainous areas and they the main prey is currently wild sheep and wild goats also they use gazelles in uh, in some plain areas but uh, most of the uh, daily diet is from uh, wild sheep so why is the Asiatic cheetah so critically endangered? Actually, it seems that uh, habitat loss was the main uh, problem for cheetahs. You can imagine that they have lost most, almost more than 90, 95 maybe percent of the uh, historical habitats. Uh, they used to live in many countries but in a small uh, area in uh, Iran now uh, in the eastern Iran and uh, the population is also seems to be uh, decreasing still uh, they, the number is uh, going low and uh, they have lost many habitats in also in Iran the 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 soil we in Iran uh, separate the uh, cheetah habitats to three main zones the western uh, habitat southern and north northern uh, the western uh, habitat uh, have lost the whole population 10 years ago and then the in the we had uh, many problems with uh, the sex ratio of cheetahs we, we couldn't find any female for more than 10 years in 
southern habitat and recently it seems that the, the those male cheetahs from the southern habitat are dying and recently uh, a ranger found the body of uh, one of those males in southern habitat and then not just the northern habitat which is in almost northeastern iran uh, not not very close to the borders of uh, Turkmenistan because there are really high mountains there. But it it was, uh, actually it was the historical habitat. But uh, in the more desert areas and close to those mountains, we still have cheetahs. Uh, but they also suffer from habitat loss because villages and farms and roads are everywhere we have lost more than 10 cheetahs in the road accident in just one road in uh, recent decade and yeah these these problems roads uh, traditional uh, livestock husbandry habitat loss and habitat fragmentic fragmentation uh, is the main issues that push cheetahs actually cheetahs toward the extinction how, how did the Iran Iranian Cheetah Society come into being? Uh, Iranian Cheetah Society, also known as ICS, uh, established in 2001. Uh, three uh, students established uh, ICS to work on Ashiti Cheetah and try to change their fate. Uh, after some years, they have expanded they, the the activities of society to other carnivores of Iran. We we used to work on gray wolf, brown bear, uh, lynx, carcass, and more uh, and other carnivores, small carnivores and small cats in Iran. But uh, after after why we find out that we need to, uh, you know, the the population estimation of shitty cheetahs in Iran. Uh, until 10 years ago, to 12 years ago, was just expert opinion, you know, that some expert says that uh, on my field survey, on, on my estimation, there are 170 cheetahs, at least 70 cheetahs, or at least 100 cheetahs uh, living in Iran. But 12 years ago, we decided to install camera traps and uh, to see uh, uh, what actually is the number of cheetahs. But you know that the carnivores are not easy to uh, count. So we, we just can, can have an estimation and a range that we can estimate that this, this, range, this is the range of population, the minimum and maximum of uh, population. And uh, yeah, we after after a while after ten years of establishment of ICS, we decided to focus more on cheetahs because it seems that the cheetahs are going to be extinct soon if we don't know the the, the actual number of population. So it started with two students. After a while, they worked on many carnivores, they, uh, many people joined the society as volunteers, experts, students, started to have researches in the society. But uh, going forward, something changed and the, the, the problem for cheetahs uh, become 
became our main concern uh, and we focused more on HTTPS. So can you talk about your Asiatic Cheetah monitoring program? How have the results fared so far? Yeah, uh, we when we decided to import camera traps to monitor the Asiatic population, uh, we installed about 100 of camera traps in both northern and southern uh, habitats. And uh, after a while, after five years, uh, we find out that there are no unknown cheetahs in southern habitats. And uh, as long as we capture, we are implementing, implementing our camera traps, we capture same cheetahs again and again. And it shows that the, these recapturing cheetahs shows that uh, there are not more cheetahs that we don't know. And we decided to focus more on northern habitat where Turan uh, Biosphere Reserve and Miandash uh, Wildlife Refuge uh, uh, are located. The In the first five years, we tried to find uh, females and calves in both areas, and we found out that there are two active families in northern part uh, of the country. And... Uh, we we had to focus more on cheetahs because the uh because the estimation uh of the experts before that time was that we have at least 70 asiatic cheetahs living in Iran. But uh after we we started our survey, we find out that uh, there there shouldn't be that much cheetah living in uh Yunnan deserts and the population should be uh population should be lower than uh uh fifty or forty Asiatic cheetahs. So we decided to uh expand our camera trapping in northern habitat to put more cameras in uh Turan Biosphere Reserve and uh yeah, we saw that the population is still decreasing, and but in two uh, in in the recent two years, we had good results from camera trapping that shows that the population seems to grow. But you know that this is not uh, that promising when you have a species with the population less than fifty. Uh, the the inbreeding chance is high. Uh, I mean, the risk is high, so you need to you need to increase your efforts to save that species because it's it's very close to extinction and you may lose your uh, your population uh, very quickly due to random disasters and random accidents. So yeah, the in the the the, the current status is not much promising. We have some evidence of uh, increase in the population. Uh, we are continuing our camera trapping and we are trying to monitor the, the, the population continuously, uh, but the situation is not that good. What about the Explorers for Hope project? 
yeah uh, one of the main problems of uh, our uh, SAT teacher population monitoring program was that uh, only the protected areas were safe to install camera traps we ca we surveyed 11 uh, 11 areas protected areas both public and uh, private protected areas i mean state uh, protected areas and uh, private uh, protected areas. But the main issue was that we have almost no data from uh, free zones that uh, you know that cheetahs are uh, moving long areas and moving uh, more than 1200 uh, kilometers in just few months. So we need to know better uh, corridors and uh, where there are not protected and it was not safe enough to install camera traps because one of the the, the main issue with camera traps that uh, poachers herders and other sometimes animals uh like hyena uh just steal the the the, the cameras and you you, lo you lose your cameras due to uh, poachers and uh other issues so we uh, we launched the project Explorers of Hope. And uh, this is a project that the, the team is trying to receive any report of uh, anyone observing or sighting cheetahs uh, beyond uh, the border of protected area. They are trying to uh, investigate those, uh, those reports to see if there are cheetahs and trying to interview with locals and find any evidence of the population size and the, uh, the cheetahs beyond the, the locations that we put our camera traps and install our camera traps. It's it's somehow a project that uh, joined our uh, HAT cheetah population monitoring program to make us sure that if there are many cheetahs beyond our survey sites and so far they the findings are not very promising it seems that uh, as as you can imagine the the protected areas are more safe and the main populations are inside the protected areas and there are not many cheetah uh, real cheetah reports outside uh, those areas but uh, the project is still ongoing, and uh, in the coming weeks, we're also going to explore any a new area to see if we can uh, find any cheetah records uh, recent. We hopeful to uh, propose those corridors and new areas as as protected areas to the uh to the, the government talk about the water for cheetahs project yeah water for cheetahs was a project uh, to address the issues of climate change uh to cheetah habitats uh we start you know that the, the deserts are uh the main areas that are affecting from uh, uh, climate change. Uh, people may think that the, the, the deserts 
are, are very very adapted to uh every situation but uh in the meantime they are very fragile because the the, the water sources are very limited in the desert so uh, due to climate change, uh, most of the springs are now dry and we need to make artificial uh, water holes for uh, animals and wildlife to use in desert areas. So <clears throat> about 10 years ago, we started Water for Cheetahs project and we hired the local people to uh bring water with tankers to uh, to water holes and the the tankers that we have implemented inside the areas also there is a big competition uh between uh domestic camels and uh, desert wildlife uh wildlife in uh, in Iran uh, there are lots of domestic camels that roaming inside the areas. They they use lot of water, and they compete with. Uh, uh, we also have uh, cheetahs and camels footage uh, with our camera traps. Uh, that uh, the the cheetah is waiting for camel to go and then use the water. But sometimes the camels when they come in big groups they may, uh, they may uh, just use the hook and consume whole the water available and the other wildlife wouldn't have uh, uh, enough water to consume and use uh, for daily life so we just hired new persons from locals to bring more water and also we uh, fenced some uh, water holes to stop uh, camels to coming and using uh, the water holes the, uh, and some we also enhanced some uh, uh, some of the, the troughs because the troughs are mostly uh, constructed by rangers for using with big animals but we recently enhanced some of them and we uh, we have we now have the a new design of uh, troughs that uh, is dedicated to have a small pond dedicated to small animals and hopefully we can uh publish the report of uh, the the impact of uh this what this new water holes for a small animal soon and everyone can see the, the results of what we have done how have the wars impacted iran's cheetahs and wildlife as a whole uh, as long as we know that uh, the World War II uh, was the uh, was the big big uh, big uh, impact on cheetahs in Middle East, and after jeeps and motors uh, became available after the World War II in the Middle East, uh, many the wildlife species suffered from uh, poachers and uh, the ability to uh, kill animals in large number. The uh, cheetahs was, was also being uh, harmed but but that but big change after the World War II. Uh, many of 
our habitats have been uh, destroyed uh, by poachers and people that uh, hunting uh, animals and also cheetah was uh, one of those animals. I, I think this, this also happened in India and other countries uh, across the Southern Asia and Middle East. Uh, yeah, uh, the main problem was all, but uh, I think that they are they are still suffer from uh, the consequences of that that time. There's been a lot of efforts for captive breeding and cloning of Asiatic cheetahs. Why are these practices necessary for cheetah conservation? How successful have they been? Actually, it's almost um, about four years that the captive breeding uh, has been seriously uh, followed by Department of Environments in Iran. Uh, but unfortunately, the, uh, the lack of enough knowledge and uh, international collaboration in the project, I think, uh, made uh, the project uh, unsuccessful. Uh, we had uh, two years, two time chances for uh, make the female, available female uh, in this uh, cheetah breeding center uh, pregnant. The first time she become pregnant, she had uh, three calves and unfortunately we have lost uh, all of them after a while. Uh, the second time the pregnant was uh, pregnancy wasn't successful and they ha she had uh, no cops and we hope that uh, this year uh, I mean in the coming year we will have cops but uh, we are not involved in the captive breeding project uh, it's completely uh, managed and uh, uh, being run by Department of Environment by the government but uh, there was not any success so far. Uh, there are lots of problems, lack of enough light knowledge, lack of good vets and enough vets, lack of good keepers, international collaboration. And uh, of course, the number of cheetahs in uh, number of individuals in the captive breeding is low. Uh, we have one male and one female that are adults and ready to mate. And the, the wide male have been captured, has been captured from the wide. So the chances are low because we have just one uh, couple. Uh, but the good news is that we had two orphaned female uh, cheetahs uh, that are not adult yet in, in, the, in the center. And we hope that the government will have good uh, plan and prepare a good uh, good future for them to contribute to captive cheetah breeding. So what do you think has to be done in the long run to conserve the Asiatic cheetah? Uh, so what do you think has to be done in the long run to conserve the Asiatic cheetah? Yeah. I think that uh, uh, the the main thing that we have already done is that we had big uh, 
advocacy and raising awareness about Ishichita, both in Iran and around the world. Uh, 20 years ago, most of people in Iran didn't even know that we have Ishichitas uh, in Iran. And also, it wasn't very known with people around the world. But now, the most this is not a problem. We need to focus more on uh, conserving the habitats and try to reduce the consequences of uh, low population and uh, preventing breeding uh, in the population. And to preventing breeding, we need to make more safe habitats for them and let them uh, disperse in this big area and keep them alive for a long time and give them the chance to mate uh, randomly with different uh, cheetahs uh, and raise their cubs uh, successfully. Uh, it, it's not an easy job. Uh, actually, when you are uh, working in a sanctioned country like Iran, that there is zero uh, international collaboration and the, the international organizations are not willing to work with Iran. Uh, and the resources are uh, almost uh, not... in. It not can be compared with what is being done for African cheetahs or other uh, endangered animals like uh, panda in uh, China. So in this situation, it's very hard. It's very complicated to save the species. But uh, in case that we want to just know what we should do is uh, to improve conservation in the protected areas that we know that still have cheetah breedings, I mean, uh, Turan Biosphere Reserve, and uh, we, we have good evidence that, uh, that cheetah is coming back to Miandash Wildlife Refuge because the last known cheetah in that area in Northern Habitat was has been killed in a uh, car accident uh, I think it was five years ago. And Turan is the only protected area in Iran that still have cheetahs. Uh, we have evidences that they have spread and they have dispersed and they are going coming back to Miandash because we we have seen the the, the, the cheetahs uh, between Miandash and Turan. This is a good thing, but we need more and more uh, habitats around Turan to become safe and also Turan needs to needs more uh, financial resources uh, to uh, keep it safe then uh, we can be just hopeful that uh, cheetahs will uh, survive so uh, the Iranian cheetah society is also working on the conservation of all five large carnivores of Iran so you had earlier mentioned about the other carnivores found in Iran. Can you just talk about the work you're doing with them? Yeah, we worked uh, on the brown bear, gray wolf, Persian leopard, Aishiti cheetah, and also lynx in Iran that uh, we call the big five. Uh, 
it's it's different from big five in Africa. But uh, yeah, it was five or six years after uh, after the establishment of ISIS that work, we work, we were working on all of these species with a lot of experts working in Iran. But unfortunately, many people have migrated due to political and economic issues from Iran, and we we suffer from lack of enough experts in the society in recent years. And also, the the situation for cheetahs became uh, more critical, and we had to stop everything that we have done on those uh, species. We still have uh, small activities on Persian leopard. We had uh, uh, ecological research and monitoring research in different areas. Uh, we have some educational theaters for cheetahs and leopards, uh, educational activities in different uh, areas for brown bear. We, uh, we uh, produce different documentaries that have won many awards around the world, but uh, unfortunately we had to focus more on cheetahs because they ha they are uh, on very critical situation and we stopped working and researching on any other uh, species that we work in Iran. So how can individuals contribute to the Iranian conservation society? Uh, spreading the word is the, the, the biggest concern of us that people can help you know that there are still many people that don't know that cheetahs are living uh outside uh the africa if we want to change their destiny and bring them back to the other countries and the historical ranges uh we need the people to know and support the, this cause uh people can donate on our website uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere you can find us uh, with searching Iranian Cheetah Society and also our uh, website. You can donate um, via PayPal on our website, wildlife.ir. And uh, this is a big help to keep us in the field and uh, keep the project ongoing uh to save cheetahs and hopefully we can change their, their fate in the future so that was the final question i had today thank you so much for your time i hope you enjoyed this episode of the thing wildlife podcast do not forget to share and subscribe